Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. Genesis 20. We're talking on the subject of prayer and healing. Uh, where when we pray for our healing, God wants to answer them. You know, the Bible says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Ask what you want. You see, what do you want when you are sick more than anything else? I've never seen anybody who is lying there sick in the hospital. You ask them, what do you want now? They say, well, uh, I want a million dollars. I've never seen anybody like that. When you're out there sick and your body is racking with pain, uh, the one thing you need more than anything else is healing. Amen? That becomes your number one need. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you want. The literal translation says, I command you to ask. You see, that's how much God wants to work on your behalf. He says, I command you. He says, I command you to ask. So if you are not asking, you are in disobedience, actually. If you are sick and you are not really requesting, calling for healing, you are actually in disobedience because he says, I command you to ask. It's actually not a, he didn't give you an option. He says, I command you to ask. Ask for your healing. Request it. Come before God and call for what belongs to you in Christ Jesus. So God wants so much to answer our prayers. And that's why we see, we're examining this subject. How do we receive the answers to our prayer? Like we said, prayer is coming into agreement with God. That's what many people don't understand. They think prayer is just talking to God about the problem. And you can do much harm by just repeating the problem over and over again until your mind becomes filled with the problem. No, prayer is cooperating with God. It's coming into alignment with God. You know, Dr. Lillian B. Human, the great, uh, uh, she was a physician, but she got into problems of addiction with uh, some of those drugs that were being used in the hospital. She started injecting herself with those opioids that were being used for the purpose of pain relief for, for her patients. And she got hooked on them. And she became so addicted to opioids that she became more like a skeleton. And she couldn't get, give up. A medical doctor, she couldn't even give up that habit. She was bound by it until she had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus delivered her from drug addiction and all the effects of that drug addiction in her body. So she dedicated the rest of her life to teaching divine healing, Dr. Lillian B. Human. And she began to teach the divine healing. She said, look, I'm a medical doctor, but I found something better, something that works better than even medicine that I'm practicing. The word of God. So she said, look, I'm going to spend the rest of my life teaching. There's a better way to get healed through the word of God. So she began to teach divine healing. That became her calling to people. And she was teaching on the subject of healing and answered prayer. She said, when my prayers are not answered, I start changing. She said she understood prayer. So every time I'm praying and I'm not getting the answer to my prayer, I start to change. I start making adjustments in my life. See, that's what prayer is. It's coming into a agreement, alignment with God. 
You see, she said, when my prayers are not being answered, I start making adjustments. I start aligning myself more. I start looking for areas where my life is out of line. And I start making that necessary adjustments in my life. And as I make those adjustments in my life, I, I start to see the manifestation of what I'm praying. It could be unforgiveness. You can be praying and you're harboring unforgiveness toward people. And now, that's hindering your prayers from coming to pass. And then when your prayers are not coming to pass, you begin to search your heart. And you begin to see that you're holding things against people. You start making those adjustments. You start forgiving people. And as you do that, your prayers will be, the answers to your prayer will start coming to pass. It says, when my prayers are not being answered, I start adjusting. It doesn't, she doesn't question God. She doesn't look and say, God, uh, why are you not answering my prayers? Uh, why are you not? No, it's, the problem is never on God's side. It's always on man's side. And that's why she said, when my prayers are not being answered, I start changing. I start aligning myself more and more with the plan and the will of God. So that's what prayer is. Prayer is coming into alignment with God. It's coming into lining up our beliefs with God, lining up my confessions with God, lining up my thoughts. And I'm going to be dealing with that subject of thoughts today. Your thoughts have something to do with the answer to your prayer. Lining them up with God so that the things that you desire from God will come to pass. You want that healing for your body? Because there is not everything that medical science can cure. Medical science is limited, is limited in, in, in understanding. And to the extent that we are limited, to that extent, we, we can only perform. So medical science cannot cure everything. There are some diagnoses the doctor will give you and say, well, there's nothing we can do about this. And so what are you going to do? You look to God. Can you say amen? amen. The Bible says, with God, all things are possible. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. The diseases that human beings cannot cure, medical doctors cannot cure, God can cure them. And He's given us His Word so that we can learn to receive from Him in times of impossible circumstances. And so look at Genesis 20. You see that again, I want to deal with this subject of our thoughts. Let's read verse 17 straight forward. Let's go straight to verse 17. So Abraham prayed to God. And God healed Abimelech. In other words, God answered Abraham's prayer and his wife and his female servants. Then they bore children. And uh, God, God, and that was the first time, like I always say, that we see this word prayer actually used. The man was praying for somebody else. You see? He had learned to stand on the word of God for himself. But this time, he's praying for somebody who could, wouldn't know how to receive the provisions of God. Abraham was praying for somebody else. So we see that. But we should not be condemned when uh, we, 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 we are unable to use our faith. We, we take that medicine if you have to take it. Take those tablets if you have to take them. But pray over it. It will work even better when you pray. The side effects will be minimized when you pray over that medicine before you take it into your body. It will work faster when you take it in the name of Jesus. It will work better. Amen. So if you have to take medicine, take them. Doctors and, and, and medical doctors, Jesus and God are all fighting the same enemy, sickness and disease. God wants us so God wants us so much to be well that He not only provided this supernatural means to be healed, He gave us doctors and, and, and nurses and pharmacists to help us to receive healing. Amen. So now you see that scripture there, 
And Abraham prayed for Abimelech and his household, and they were healed. I want to look at that word um, prayer, for example. Like I said, that word prayer is to come into agreement with God. But then that word also has to do with our minds. Uh, I, I was teaching the last time, and I think I showed you one scripture where he talked about the use of that word in connection with the mind of man. So that word has to do with our mind. It has something to do with our minds also. Um, if you look at Genesis chapter 48, verse 11, you will see that word used there. In Genesis 48, 11, you see it, uh, you see Jacob using that word and talking to his son Isaac. He said, I didn't even think I'll ever meet you anymore, but now here I am with your children. I'm seeing them. So you see that word is being used there in the form of thoughts. Your thoughts. So there is something. Your thoughts are connected with your prayers. They are connected with your with your with your healing. If you pray, and after you've prayed, your mind continues to be preoccupied with the problem, that will hinder your prayer. Forty-eight verse eleven says, uh, "And and Israel said to Joseph, Joseph, I never thought to see your face, but in fact, God has also shown me your children. In other words, God has done even more than I expected. I never even thought I would see you." All the dreams that I had concerning you uh, were, I thought, were dashed. All my hopes about you, I thought, were lost. I never even thought I'd ever see you again. I thought you were dead. But here I am. I'm seeing you and I'm seeing your children. He said, God has done more than I, can, uh, I could imagine. So he's talking about using that word thought, that Hebrew word, pelah, that has been translated as prayer. That word has been translated as to thought, to, to, to think. And that word means uh, to imagine. Your imagination is involved. So when you pray, you must get to the point where your mind is filled with the answer to your prayer. Quit thinking about the problem. Let the answer rather begin to preoccupy your mind. Begin to see yourself well, healed. Begin to see yourself doing what you could not do before. In your imagination, let it begin to play. That's part of receiving answers to your prayer. When you pray and your mind continues to dwell on the problem, when you cast your cares upon the Lord and you continue to worry about that situation, then you've not given it unto the Lord. It's still your problem. You're still handling it. But when you cast your cares upon the Lord and you let your mind be released from that worry, that anxiety, and you start thanking God for peace of mind, you see what you are saying is that, Father, I thank you for the answer. Now your mind dwells, dwells on the answer. Your mind is thinking about the answer. That's why Jesus, just what Jesus meant when he said, what, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received them. He didn't say believe that you will receive them. He said believe that you have received them. Believe that you have received them. You see, if I came up to you and said, okay, your bank account right now, I've credited your bank account with so amount of money. Let's say I've put 20,000 rand in your bank account. What would you start thinking immediately? You will start, your mind will start getting filled. Your mind will start running with what you will do with that money. Whether you're going to invest some of it, buy something with this. What are you thinking about now? You're thinking about what you will do with that money. Your hand has not touched that money. It's still in the bank. But just the mere fact that I told you that I put the money in your account, your mind begins to think differently. You see, you begin to see yourself now in the shops buying something you see yourself now doing something completely different you see yourself maybe wearing that dress that shirt that you've always wanted to have that pair of shoes that you've always wanted to buy or if you were in debt you start seeing yourself handing off 
paying off those debts. You see, your mind is thinking differently now. Why? Because you believe my word. I told you, I have put the money in your account. You see, that transforms the way you think. The mere fact that you believe me changes the way you think about the situation. You start thinking of yourself completely in a completely different way. That's the meaning of this word. You see, it, it means to begin to think. Your mind begins to dwell on the answer. Your mind is dwelling no longer on the problem, no longer on the sickness. Now, you're, if God says you are healed, now you're no longer thinking of yourself healed. He says, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received. Believe that you have received your healing. Therefore, you think of yourself healed. You imagine yourself healed. You, your, your, your thoughts are dwelling on healing. That's what you think about from that moment going forward. Why? Because you believe God. Just like you believed me when I said, well, I put the money in your account already. You may not have touched that money. You may not have felt that money. You may not have seen that money. But the mere fact that I told you that the money is in your account, I've transferred it into your account, you know it's there. Because the person that is telling you has his word, has his word reliable. You can depend to the uttermost on the person's word. You believe him. Therefore, it changes the way you think about that situation immediately. So if we believe that we have received the answer to our prayer, it impacts on our thoughts. Our mind switches from the problem to the answer. There's a switch. You see, just like the moment you receive that information, the money is in the account, there is a switch in your thinking. So also, there becomes a switch in your thinking. You switch from problem to answer. But you see, if, if after I told you that that money is in your account, you continue to think about the problem, you continue to think of yourself poor, Yet, I told you, I put that amount of money in your account. You, start, you keep thinking of yourself hungry, unable to feed yourself, unable to clothe yourself. You keep thinking of yourself, your, prob your mind is still in the problem mode. Then, there is a problem. It means you never really believe me. You never really took me at my word. Because if you took me at my word and I told you the money is in your account, your mind switches immediately. Your mind switches from the problem mode to the answer mode. So, also it is with prayer. Believe that you have received the means there is a switch in your thinking. Switch from what? Problem mode to answer mode. You begin to think and see yourself with the answer to your prayer. So also it is. When we say himself bore my sins in his body on the cross, that I have been dead to sins, my live unto righteousness, by whose stripes I am healed, there must be a switch in my thinking. I start to think healed and I start to imagine myself healed. Isaiah 26. And that's the reason why many people, you see, it's, it's not really the devil that defeats us in life. We are all self-defeated. He makes us to defeat ourselves. So when you start thinking on the problem, this is a self-defeating habit. Imagining the problem, running your mind on the problem over and over is a self-defeating habit. When after God has given you his word, and you've prayed and you believe that the answer to your prayer has been handed over to you by God, you may not have felt it, you may not have, you're just taking God at his word. He says, when you pray, believe that I've healed you. Now, if you go thinking about the problem, running your mind on the problem over and over again, you are engaging in a self-defeating habit. Can you see that? So let us, let us resolutely decide from this moment going that when we have prayed, and we know God has answered us. 
we just refuse to let our minds drift into the problem. If your mind is drifting into the problem, bring it right back to the answer. If your mind is drift, your imagination is drifting right back into the problem, you start worrying again, you start seeing, the, seeing those things happening again that you are afraid of, bring your mind right back to the answer. When it drifts, it's a habit that you have to defeat. It takes time. If it starts drifting again and you start seeing yourself sick, dying, going down with that disease, bring it right back again to the answer. Open your, 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 your Bible to scriptures that have to do with your prayers answered, healings, and begin to think of yourself healed. So Isaiah 26. Let's end with Isaiah 26. So that is very important. Bring your mind right back to the answer. Begin to focus your mind on the answer. Focus your mind on the answer. Not the problem. Not the problem, but the answer. Let your mind dwell on the answer. Isaiah 26. Verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. You see? That word mind, that Hebrew word mind also means imagination. Your imagination, you see, that's part of prayer. This is prayer. People think that's why Jesus said, when you pray, don't just make vain repetitions. Prayer is just lining up with God. That's what it is. That's why Lillian B. Human said, when my prayers are not being answered, I start changing. I start changing. And changing involves your thought life. I start changing. That also includes switching from the problem mode to the answer mode. Because that can defeat your prayer. Your thought life can defeat your prayer. Isaiah 50, 26 verse 3. You will keep him, that is God, will keep him perfect peace. Shalom, shalom. Perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Stayed on you. Stayed on the answer. Stayed on victory. Stayed on, your mind is stayed on healing. Now in these days when there's so much talk about sickness and disease, COVID-19 and all this, people dying all around you. What are you going to do? Are you going to wake up in the middle of the night thinking about how this one died, how that one died? How... No, 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 no. We don't deny all these problems. But for your own peace, for your own shalom, stay your mind on the answer. Christ is the answer. Christ is our healer. Just see yourself alive, full of health, bubbling with health going about your business every day, full of divine, the health of God. Every organ and tissue of your physical body healed. See it that way. That's part of your prayer life. It's not just talking about the problem. And that's the reason why many of the time you have to fill your mouth with the answer. And that's why Jesus de-emphasizes talking the problem in prayer. Because you keep talking about that problem, that was what, that's what's going to fill your mind and it will eventually defeat your prayer life. So go before God and thank Him for the answer. Father, I give you praise. I give you worship. I bless your holy name. I thank you that I'm healed in my body. I thank you that every organ and tissue of my physical body is healed. And every disease germ and every sickness germ that touches my body dies immediately in Jesus' mighty name. Your word is, 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 is health to my flesh. Your word is a light unto my pathway and a lamp unto my feet. My pathway is life. There's no death in it. In Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. 
For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org.